Welcome to the Commune Podcast. My name is Jeff Krasno. Many of you may receive my weekly Sunday Commusing article, where I address a breadth of issues from the spiritual to the sociopolitical. And on occasion, I will also record an audio version of these articles and release it here as a bonus episode. Today's missive is a reflection on an experience I had with my daughter, Dean. Skylar's been traveling quite a bit, and I've been minding my three daughters, solo dad style. Uh, We're managing. It's not all cold pizza for breakfast, but it does require a lot of chauffeuring around to school, to parties, and to dance class. And from time to time, moments of Satori spring forth out of the logistical mud puddle. Today's episode encapsulates one of those moments. It's titled, The Water's Course. I furtively watch my daughter pirouette from outside the window. All of the other burgeoning ballerinas have packed up their bags, and Undine is alone in the studio, dancing to Debussy's reverie. Although I am running late, I hold back and spy. She is yoked with the music, carrying its profound wistfulness in the lilt of her hands. Her arms unfurl, plaintively, almost lazily, and without concern. She floats with each sauté and ascends effortlessly with each releve, instinctively aware of her body in space. She moves with the water's course, filling the closest empty space, gently rounding the hard edges of the studio walls. She knows without knowing where to go. She's in the river's current, applying the rudder just so, directing its energy. She is as dancing, no past, no future, just simultaneous intention and action. There's something imperfectly perfect to it, a mole on the upper lip, a precious scar across a finger, an antique doll molten packed together, life with all its brokenness, is remembered, reassembled in her arabesque. A curtain drapes down the back half of the studio. For moments at a time, she disappears behind it like a heron flying behind a gauzy cloud. My mind is left to fill in the absence. I am lost in her lostness, in her vacant gaze. I don't even know my daughter. I don't know her longing, and this lack of familiarity is enchanting, as if I am in her chant. We connect behind our respective loneliness. Love doesn't visit me. I visit it. Love is not an emotion. It's a state of being, and she is there too. But like a moth, I flutter too close to the light and she catches my eye like a virus. Seeing her see me, I recoil, stepping out of view, but the geometry of our tryst has shifted. 
we are both roused from a shared but separate dream. Still, surreptitiously, we strike a deal, a collusion in pretense, both of us feigning unawareness of the other. But what was once flow becomes a show. Under observation, Undine dances like a particle and not a wave, like matter and not energy. Her claw hands stiffen ever so, her leaps more muscular, the way of her arms distinctly performative. Her aspiration to impress me, to make me proud, to generate no faux pas, is heart-wrenching. My gaze has taken her off purpose by putting her on one. The goal of dancing is to dance, not to complete the routine. The goal of music is to play, not to finish the song. Once art becomes a product and not a process, it reeks of the ego. When expressing potential vocations around the dinner table, your curmudgeonly grandparents may grumble, there's no future in dance. They're right. That's what makes it so epiphanous. The musicians and the dancers are the great Buddhas, for they inhabit utter presence. It's off the stage where they become problematic, susceptible to vice as inappropriate substitutes for the desire to be at one with source. They've tasted the relief of cognitive absence and desire not to desire. With the ebb of the final refrain, I enter the studio and take a seat on the bench. Andine swaps out her point shoes for her Air Force Ones and collects her affairs. You're a beautiful dancer, Andine. Thanks, Dad, she replies almost dismissively. We walk out the door and are headed toward the car when a woman, likely a dance mom, gently grabs my forearm. I turn to her. You must love your daughter, she said. How do you mean, I rejoin. I was watching you watch her. I've never seen someone so utterly transfixed. Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, of course I love her, I stammer, blushing, and imagining how awkward I must have appeared. To dance as if you had no audience. To love without requirement. To flow like a river. Thanks for listening. As always, feel free to email me at jeffk at onecommune.com or follow me on Instagram at Jeff Krasman. And make my mom proud. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That's all from the Commune for this week. My name is Jeff Krasno, and I am here for you. Thank you.